Good morning, and welcome to the Joy in the Morning. This is Aaron Harris, pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street. We hope this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Must I Go an Empty-Handed? One of the most exclusive clubs in the world cares nothing about income, social standing, or ancestry of its members. To join, you can be quite average in every respect except one. You must prove by a standardized intelligence test that you have an IQ of 131 or greater. This club is called Mensa, 
a name taken from the Latin word meaning table. And it is meant to signify that this is a round table, society of equals. Mensa was created in England in 1946 and currently has over 145,000 members in 90 national groups. American Mensa is the largest national group in, and is comprised of 134 regional groups with a total membership of around 50,000. All national and local groups welcome children and offer activities, resources, and newsletters specifically geared toward gifted children and their parents. Both American and British Mensa youngest member joined at the age of two. The current youngest member of Mensa is Adam Kirby from the United Kingdom who was invited to join at the age of two years and four months and gained full membership at the age of two years and five months. America Mensa's oldest member is 102 and British Mensa had a member aged 103. According to American Mensa, 38% of its members are baby boomers between the ages of 51 and 68, 31% of Generation Xers between the ages of 27 and 48, and more than 2,600 members are under the age of 18. There are more than 1,800 families in the United States with two or more members. General membership in American Mensa is 66% male, 33% female. Why do people want to join Mensa? Some do it for status. Some like novelty. At one time, International Secretary of Mensa commented, when I joined Mensa, I thought, now I'm joining a bunch of bright people. Therefore, everyone will agree with me. This turned out not to be so. I married a member and began to learn the full extent, breadth, and profundity of human disagreement. But there is another society, not at all exclusive because it is open to whosoever will, and it's the fellowship of true believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Why not join today? Listen now as Eddie Piper sings for us this beautiful song, Make Me a Blessing. sunshine where darkness is dry, making the sorrowing glad. Make me a blessing, make me a blessing out of my life. Jesus, shine. Make me 
sweet story of Christ and his love. Tell of his power to forgive. Others will trust him if only you prove true every moment you Listen to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook Sunday, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Or visit our YouTube page, just search Altoona Bible Church. Also, we are on the Johnstown and Altoona Access channels 9 and 14. There are services available on local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Cheryl Howman plays for us on the piano this beautiful song entitled, My Jesus, I Love Thee.
Many years ago, Yusuf, the terrible Turk, won the European Wrestling Championship. After coming to this country to seek out more challengers, he met Strangler Lewis and agreed to set up a world championship match with him. The Strangler was pretty terrible in his own right and certainly no man to pick a quarrel with. Addicted as he was to the annoying habit of choking his opponents into a submission by the simple technique of winding his mighty arm around the necks and pressing his bulging biceps on the Adam's apple until his opponents collapsed from the lack of oxygen. It was all a bit rough, but effective. When the two wrestlers met, the Strangler found his most potent weapon useless. The Turk's neck was so huge he could not get his arm around it. Lewis weighed only 200 pounds, and with his one weapon gone, he was tossed around like a volleyball. Yusuf won not only the crown, but also something of more practical value, a purse of $5,000, his share of the gate receipts. That doesn't sound like much today, but in those days, it was a small fortune. Yusuf demanded he be paid in gold, which he proceeded to cram into this money belt and strap around his huge belly. Thus attired, he boarded the SS Bergen and set sail. Unfortunately, partway across the Atlantic, the Bergen sank. Yusuf went into the ocean with the gold still strapped to his body. With the added weight, Yusuf plunged to the bottom like a, a vole and was never seen again. This story happened around the early 1900s, but it might be mistaken for a tale from Aesop. Persons given to moralizing on the foibles of, on mankind will find in the story of Yusuf an illustration of our regrettable habit of binding upon our souls the cheap and useless treasures of this world until they drag us down and destroy us at last. How useless all that is in the real crisis of life, when trouble comes, or when we face death. All the tears in the world will not help at this point if we do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Those of us who have been saved can face trouble, and yes, even death without fear, because we can put our faith and trust in Him who saved us from our sins. What about you? Do you have this assurance? Listen to the words of this song as Larry Grable sings for us, People Need the Lord. Every day they pass me by I can see it in their eyes Empty people filled with care Headed who knows where On they go through private pain Living fear to fear Laughter hides the silent cries only Jesus hears People need the Lord People need the Lord At the end of broken dreams He's the open door People need the When will 
is light to a world where wrong is right. What could be too great a cost for sharing life with one who's lost? Through his love our hearts can feel all the grief they bear. They must hear the words of life only we can share. People need the Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Alton Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion of our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is, What is this grace message? And last week, we've talked about who we get this message from. We learn it from the Apostle Paul. And this grace message is made known to us through him. He is the spokesperson. He is the dispenser of the grace message. And he starts out in our passage in Ephesians 3, For this cause I, Paul. And when he says for this cause, he really takes it back to the chapter 2 of Ephesians. He takes it back to there where he explains that the nation of Israel was set aside and that God is now dealing with everybody on the same basis. All are unrighteous. God chose Paul. He chose Paul to share the great news that you are no longer foreigners or strangers. No longer do you and I have to go through the nation of Israel. The middle wall of partition has been broken down. Circumcision was part of nation of Israel, it's covenant that they made with God. Circumcision identified them with the nation of Israel, but that wall has been broken down. We are no longer separate from God, but we stand in his grace, as Romans 5, 1 and 2 tells us. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. God chose Paul 
to preach the message, the message of grace, that in some respects ran cross-grain to the law, chiefly the blotting out of the ordinances, including circumcision. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law. It is through Jesus Christ to everyone that believes by grace. We don't deserve it. It's only by God's grace we can be saved through faith. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 tells us, For by grace are we saved through faith, and that not of ourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Again, we do not deserve it. That's why Romans 5, 8 tells us, But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Paul spent much effort convincing his hearers that this was all of God. There are many times in your Bible that the Apostle Paul had to emphasize the legitimacy of his apostleship, the ministry, and the message. Romans eleven thirteen, he says, I magnify my office. 2 Timothy 1.11 says that I am a preacher, apostle, and a teacher to the Gentiles. Another verse is 1 Corinthians 3.10 where he says he is the wise master builder. Why would Paul feel the need to convince people if they wouldn't listen anyways? Why have the headaches? Well, let me tell you why. Because receiving the grace of from God drove him. It drove him. Receiving the mercy from the Lord Jesus Christ changed the Apostle Paul's life. Listen to this verse, this passage of scripture, 1 Timothy 1, 12 to 16. Listen to Paul's heart here. He says, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering, for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Never forget that last verse there where he says that in me first Paul is the first member of the body of Christ. And he found it a privilege. He found it an honor that as he has received grace from God, he wanted to then share that grace to everyone else. It's what drove him. Receiving the grace drove him. See, Paul was formerly known as Saul of Tarsus. Philippians 3, 4-7 tells us that he was a brilliant man but a man that soaked his life into, in this world of pride. His character represents the state of Israel's total rebellion toward God. Ignorantly, Paul persecuted the Jewish saints. And as he was on his way to Damascus to create more havoc of the kingdom saints, a bright light knocked Saul of Tarsus on his back. 
It was the risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, asking the question in Acts 9, 4. And he fell on to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Paul did all of it because he was ignorant in unbelief. See, an unbeliever, an unsaved person's destiny is the lake of fire. Receiving the grace from God saved him from a life forever without God and with pure pain and misery, separate from God and all that God is. See, God is love. He is light. He's just, comfort, grace, mercy. Receiving this grace drove him to be the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. Receiving the grace from the Lord Jesus Christ drove him to be the prisoner of Jesus Christ. It drove him to share the dispensation of grace which was committed unto him. And the grace Paul received is to you too. Tune in next time. God bless. You have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust you have received a spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Aaron Harris wishing you God's best for now and for eternity.